take two. Take three. Three. Welcome to Turbo Pop, a place for pop culture news, television, movies, or whatever, with myself, Brandon Trainer, and my lovely wife and co-host, Maria Trainer. This week we have a lot of fun things to talk about. It's our second episode. Yeah, so if you're listening again, welcome back. Yeah. Thanks for not hating us. Thank you for being here. I think the first episode went pretty well. We were afraid we were going to sound annoying when we listened to it back, but we were actually pleasantly surprised with how the first episode turned out. Apparently, I have a voice for podcasting. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's keep it rolling. So did you have a nice weekend? No, it was awful. It was the worst. I hate hanging out with you. Fourth of July was a good time. <laughs> we had a little get together, saw some fireworks. We, we, we went to Navarre Beach. Oh my God, it was one of the most fun 4th of July's I've ever had, solely for the fact that, so we get on like, you know, it's a beautiful over the beach, like over the water fireworks show. So the fireworks are gorgeous. And there's like a, what looks to be a little DJ stand set up right by us. And they're playing all this patriotic music and like little country for my taste but you know still it was you know getting me in the spirit and the fireworks are beautiful and then the fireworks are over this is where it gets interesting and the dj was actually like you know a dj playing like the best of like hip-hop and rap from the early 2000s so music yeah it was wonderful but on top of it being wonderful there was also a bar about 10 feet away from us on the beach serving so it was just a bunch of drunk people trying to dance on the beach to the club music and i have never had more fun people watching in my entire life it was hysterical and they had a special guest surprise guest some guy that covered a bubba sparks song well, it was half covered. He made his own rap lyrics too. Like it was just It was Bubba Sparks, Miss New Booty meets Country Twang. Yeah. I mean, his lyrics basically, you know, should receive a Nobel Prize for their, you know, eloquence and just, you know. He probably wrote the lyrics in crayon. Yeah, probably. And none of the words were probably spelled right. <laughs> but it was the most unusual performance I've ever seen. So he's 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 rapping. And bear in mind, not only is he rapping. Or no, he wasn't really rapping. He, he was singing. He was sing rapping in right. a country accent. If this is, you know, painting a, a vivid mental picture for you. Lyrics inappropriate but inappropriate if like a 12 year old was making them up so they weren't graphic but still like you know and just in front of the stage it's just a bunch of like three-year-olds like they're just all of these toddlers (laughs) and the guy is like even bending down and he's basically rapping to the toddlers yeah it's like (laughs) two years old three years old. one of the kids was just playing in the sand (laughs) And and he is talking about shaking booties and twerking in your cutoff shorts. Yes, and it was wild. 
I wish I filmed it. In hindsight, I am so mad I did not because I wish the world could experience what we experienced. I don't think I've experienced something like that <laughs> in my entire life, nor will I ever again. It was the greatest thing I've ever witnessed, ever. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to that random apparently local Pensacola celebrity. Oh, and on top of it, to make it even better, they kept hitting the point home that the song was still unreleased. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was that was the highlight. And the other highlight was the really drunk old woman who was next to us that was like trying to do the cha-cha slide. <laughs> And towards the end of the cha-cha slide, she didn't even fall over. She just gave up and laid in the sand, and it was so freaking funny. Yeah, there was, there was a lot to to see. We spent so much time just sitting there, people watching, and I had the best time doing it. Yep. So that was a great time. It was. So we'll start off with our Trending Now stories. First on our list, we have Kylie Jenner. She is releasing a new lip gloss called uh, Gloss Drip. And she had some new pictures come out in promotion for her new lip gloss. And the dress is an interesting styling choice. It goes with the whole gloss drip yeah, on social media, the dress is causing quite the stir. Yes, it's a little bit controversial. And, you know, if you want to go on Kylie's Instagram or, you know, Google it, totally could. I personally don't want to go in depth what it looks like because, um, yeah. <laughs> when you When you look at it on Instagram, just... Use your imagination. It won't take much. Yeah, you don't even need to use your imagination. <laughs> okay, so next on the list, Kim came out with a new ad campaign for her Skim swimwear line. They're and very shiny. Yeah, pretty cool. It was... Very 19, like 70s yes. themed. All of the swimsuits in the capsule collection are metallic to gold and silver, so that's pretty cool. Kim... It reminded wearing... me of uh, Austin Powers. Yes. It's definitely got that vibe. Like, I don't even want to say she's got like a Farrah Fawcett wig on because that was like voluminous curls. This is like almost like mullet-y curls. It looks like the Fembots. Yeah, no. The Fembots no? hair was bigger because my hair looked like the Fembot hair <laughs> when we got married. It drooped by the time you saw me. But I looked like a Fembot when my hair was first right. finished. It wasn't that big. No. Okay. <laughs> but I totally get the vibe like you're thinking of. But, you know, it's it's very interesting how she looks. But, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. And I wish I were not humongously pregnant right now because I totally would buy them. But I legitimately would not fit right now. And that's sad. Well, you won't be pregnant forever. Thank God. <laughs> Our next trending topic is a little bit of fun, Kanye West. I don't want to say news because it makes me really sad that this would be news for the day, but you know. So a random Twitter, or not Twitter account, Instagram account, posted a random meme the other day. 
And the meme was, what garden hose setting is your favorite one? And it listed all the different types of garden hose settings. So for whatever reason, Kanye felt compelled to end his social media hiatus to reply on this Instagram and let the world know that the mist setting is his favorite garden hose setting. And now I just really, really, really want to see Kanye, you know, in his garden with those ridiculous boots he's wearing. Just, you know, watering the plants. Or just bathing in the mist setting of the no. garden hose. What were the watering other options? plants. Our options we have are the center spray, which is pretty, pretty violent looking. That's the one that if you get sprayed with it, it like hurts. Right. Right, the high power. Yes. And then the flat, which that one's like little freaking knives hitting you. Oh, I got it now. Mm-hmm. And the jet. I feel like the jet one's pretty powerful too. So I don't personally like any of these. I think the shower, which is the next one. I think the shower might be my favorite. It just, you know. You're getting good coverage, exactly. but you're not getting blasted. Then we have Kanye's favorite, the mist. We have the soaker setting. I don't know. I don't really have thoughts on the soaker setting. The soaker, I'm not really sure what that even is. I know, right? It it looks sudsy. And then lastly, the cone, which I think might actually be my favorite. That was actually when I said I I wasn't sure between shower, cone was the other one I was thinking of that might also be my favorite. I personally am thinking of like, you know, getting sprayed with the hose as a small child and why I like them. I'm like, which one felt best? <laughs> Switching gears towards some Bachelor news, Kelly F. from Peter Weber's season has been seen hanging out with Jay Cutler. It does not look like it has been confirmed whether or not they're actually together, but they've been seen going out together a couple times on unrelated occasions. That makes me sad. Jay Cutler sucks. That is what I hear, but... I'm surprised he's even going after Kelly. She's way too old for his usual demographic. The general consensus amongst the the populace seems to be that Kelly F. also sucks. Yeah, but that's a different kind of sucks. Like, Jay is, like, known in Nashville for, like... Always hanging out at this same bar. Like, literally, if you want to see Jay Cutler, you just go to this bar because he's always there. Maybe that's what Kelly did. Actually, I thought about going to that bar when we were in Nashville for that reason because I was curious if he was going to be there. But he, like, goes and he'll, like, hang out behind the bar, get wasted, and be like, huh, where's the youngest girl in this bar for me to hit on? Okay. And, I don't know, he just, he skeeves me out. That's a little skeevy. And, you know, Team Kristen. I love Kristen Cavallari. Oh, right. She she deserved much better than his ass. He was great in the beginning, like, when he was still playing football and, like, taking care of himself. And, and you know, now he's just, like, you know, seems to be washed up. And I remember seeing them on the TV show The League. Yeah. Thinking they were portraying them as this awesome power couple. Well, that's how they tried to portray them on Kristen's reality show, too. And I don't know. He just seemed a little douchey for my taste. Yeah. Well. 
But in that respect, him and Kelly are perfect for each other then. <laughs> right. Well, Jay Cutler, he's not really in the spotlight ever besides little and things like this. That makes him very sad. Yeah. He's desperate for being relevant. Yeah. Well, coattailing off of that piece of news, uh, we have the new season of The Bachelorette premiering really soon, July 11th. Six days. So that is super exciting. Our next episode is probably going to involve a recap of the first episode. And we will have lots of notes. This probably will be our longest episode thus far. Probably. If you have never watched The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise before, I suggest you do. You do. I never did, and I fell in love. It's addictive. It's yeah. just good, messy mindless drama and as long as you keep in mind that all of these people know what they're getting into when they like sign up for the show so like at first I had a hard time like oh my god they treat them so horribly but at this point like there's other like podcasters out there who literally are coaching people on the show of how to get the most like social media followers how to win if they like want to win so it's become such a game and such a strategic thing that you know I can't feel bad for them because in the back of my mind I'm like you know they're probably calculating this move and that's quite all right absolutely but it's just good mindless fun if you want to shut your brain off for an hour and a half once a week and just you know literally just have your mind turn to mush it's wonderful yeah it's a good time uh we're probably gonna try to get a little watch party together and uh have a good time next Monday Next Monday. Next Monday. All right. We recently saw a new commercial for the season, which kind of confirmed one of our thoughts or concerns about the upcoming season of whether or not they were going to pit Gabby and Rachel against each other. Yes. And something that was featured in the commercial was Rachel attempting to reward a rose to one gentleman and him turning it down because he said he was here for Gabby. Yeah, I hate that. So I thought that was very interesting. And I think that is going to be an like overall theme of this season. Because from what I've seen, I've kept myself away from like true spoiler spoilers. So I don't know anything of that sort. But the few things I've allowed myself to see that, you know, doesn't give away anything of the show is lots of focus on Gabby and it's going to be more of a Gabby centric thing Gabby's definitely the more popular of the two yeah she comes off as if she has a little bit more of a stronger will Mm -hmm. than Rachel I mean they both seem like great girls but Gabby uh you know just a little bit more popular I personally actually, and I don't like saying this, like, I don't know, it makes me feel a little bit mean, mm-hmm. but I personally actually liked Rachel better than Gabby on Clayton season. I liked Rachel too, like, and I thought it was kind of cool that she was a pilot as well. Yes, that was cool. I don't know. I just felt like if I, like, had to pick between the two of them, like, who I would be friends with, like, I gravitated more towards Rachel, I think, than Gabby, so it's interesting to see that my opinion is apparently an unpopular one. Well, we'll see how that changes throughout the course of the season because <laughs> Very true. the yeah. last the last couple of years, whether or not someone 
does or doesn't make quote unquote mistakes throughout filming, their Instagram follower count will reflect accordingly. If we want to talk about unpopular bachelor opinions, no shame. I liked Clayton. No one likes him. I liked him the entire season. Even when he was being stupid and I wanted to smack him. He is definitely a flawed person. You know, he made some mistakes. But he owns up to it and like that makes him like a real person. I don't know. I I genuinely really, really, really like Clayton. I love him and Susie together. I think they're adorable. So it's hard for the rooting for them, especially the leads. It's hard to come out of these seasons unscathed in some way. You could not pay me a million dollars to do that. Could not. I would crack and wither and die under the pressure of it i they are truly under a microscope yeah i would i emotionally and mentally would never be able to handle being a lead ever and with how how fast paced the season is i mean filming in total takes only six weeks right is something like six that weeks? yeah i yeah. think it's six weeks something like that give or take a week but with how fast paced everything is and all of the major decisions you have to make along the way and not much time to really think about them I can't even decide it's, what to have for dinner. It's the perfect, <laughs> perfect storm for some poor decision making. Yeah. Speaking of poor decision making, <laughs> Maria and Let's I. Let's talk about some uh, poor decisions that might be made in the, the upcoming weeks. So Maria and I are going to play a little predictions game on how the season coming up is going to go. Maybe we'll go back and forth. Uh, neither one of us know each other's answers for these different prediction questions and we'll start with the first one okay will gabby end up engaged at the end of the show yes i'm saying no interesting why Mm. so this this kind of goes in line with her more uh Mm strong-willed i think she's going to take less shit Mm -hmm. if the men make one mistake, I think she's going to X them out in her mind. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think she's not going to end up. I think she's going to be single by the end. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like as far as her narrative is concerned mm-hmm. of being a more independently minded woman, mm-hmm. that would fall in line with that. Maybe I'm wrong. Interesting thought. Why Why do you say yes? Well, I will ask the next question, and then I'll explain my full answers. Okay. So, uh, Rachel, do you think she's going to end up engaged? Yes. I also think yes. So I think both of them are going to end up getting engaged. And I think one is going to have a very messy breakup, whether it be during the break between filming and, like, after the final rose or right around then but i think one of them is going to have a very messy breakup so that's why i don't know i just i I, my gut feeling is telling me both of them will get engaged and one of them is going to have a spiral so between from that between the end of filming and the after the final rose yes i think some shit's gonna go down yes okay okay i can see that so that's 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 my reasoning 
I don't think both of them are going to stay engaged, but I think both of them will start out engaged. If you had to pick between the two of them or both, which one do you see breaking up the engagement? Or do you see both of them doing it? See, that's a hard call because we haven't physically seen the show yet and I don't have a grasp on the men. Right. And we also have limited information as far as to how they interact with men. We yeah. see how they interact with Clayton, mm-hmm. but these guys are different guys. Yeah. So who the hell knows? I mean, Rachel was fawning over Clayton. Exactly. And for all we know, this season, she might be the one who's a hard ass and take no shit. And, right. You maybe, know, be... maybe she has some trauma yeah, from the previous exactly. season. And, and she, she Gabby's the one who's like, you know, really all into it. So... I don't feel I'm in a spot where I could pick which one of the two of them. I just, I foresee that being a storyline. Okay. Well, I'm going to stick with my answers of Gabby, not engaged, Rachel, yes, engaged. The next question, how many people are going to get wasted on night one? God, I love this so much. Um, I put two. I'm, you know, keeping it more conservative. I feel like... The show has kind of been pulling away from really showing just drunk messes all over the place. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are absolutely wasted, (laughs) but I think they're only going to feature like two. Right. They're only going to show. Yeah. They're going to play like two people up. I said four. Ooh. I guess I predict it being a little messy. If we look back at the previous... What? See, I feel like the girls mm-hmm. have a tendency to be the messier ones than the guys. Right. Lightweights. Someone's going to end up in the pool for I sure. I hope so. It happens pretty much every season. Is it going to be like, what the, What was his name? The Canadian. Oh, my God. At, on JoJo's season. Dude, I can't remember his name. Uh... Was it Daniel? Daniel. Yes, it was Daniel. He was hilarious. <laughs> he was. And he, he got wasted on that first night, and it was a miracle he made it through. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it either. Producers, you know, they really they liked what they saw. They saw potential. Yeah, they saw potential. Potential mess. Yes. Okay, moving on. How many people self-eliminate? I had, I had a hard time with this one. Yeah? I went back and forth. Okay. I think it's only going to be one person. One person? Yeah. And I think it's going to be early on, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a situation of, you know, like we saw in the preview, like, oh, I'm sorry, I came here for Gabby. It's going to be right. something like that. The other one's not going to be feeling it, and they'll leave for that reason. Okay. I said two are going to self-eliminate. Uh, one, miscellaneous being maybe a situation like what you just talked about, mm-hmm. but I feel like towards the end, there's always one self-eliminate that's either A, not ready for the commitment, or B, secretly there for the clout, for the Instagram followers. And Net did not come into this with the intention of getting engaged by the end. And once they see they're an actual contender, they pull out. Did Brendan self-eliminate? Yes. Okay, yeah, so you're right. It definitely has been a trend. Though Susie came back. Susie came back. 
uh, I thought she was going to be the next Bachelorette. So that was the perfect so situation. I. I mean, part of me is kind of, I love her. Like I said, I love her and Clayton. I think they're adorable and I'm happy they're doing well. But I was so excited for the possibility of Susie because Susie was actually my favorite. There was Madison so. Prue that self-eliminated too during Pete's season, but that was a complicated situation. She was a virgin. <laughs> well, that makes you sound judgy. Well, that was her reason for self-eliminating. Well, that's true. She did go on pilot. I banged in a windmill four times Pete's season. So, exactly. you know, kind of mistake on her part. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, what do you expect? On his hometown date with Hannah B., she opened his glove box and condoms came pouring out. Like, At least he's prepared. PTSD from Pilot Pete. Okay, and (laughs) you want to take the next one? Yes. So do Gabby and Rachel find themselves relating to Clayton or making similar mistakes? It was such a big deal towards the end of Clayton's season. Gabby and Rachel dug in so hard. Anti-Clayton. Rachel even went as far as to accusing him of saying I love you only to sleep with her. Yeah. So they really dug in. So if they end up making a lot of the same mistakes that Clayton does, I'll be mad. Yeah. I think if anything like that does happen, they're not going to realize it or own up to it until after the show. It's going to be a hindsight thing of, oh, crap, I'm watching this back, and I did exactly what he did. Yep. We'll see. I have, yes, I think no matter what, they're both going to be leads. So in some way, shape, or yeah, form, they're going to have to relate to him, right, and the struggle that he went through in making the decisions. As far as similar mistakes, maybe. Uh, the, the next couple questions kind of go into that. Yeah. So first of which is, do either of them sleep with more than one person in the fantasy suite? What did you say? Yes. You think so? Yes. Do you have a who or? I do, but I don't want to say it because it kind of makes me feel icky to say it out loud. But yeah, I think someone does. Okay. You think someone does. You're going to hold your cards close to your chest on this one. Yeah. I am going to say neither. I think because of how intense last season was with them. Mm. I think they have to go into this knowing that if they sleep with more than one person, they are hypocrites. Yeah. And our last question, do either of them say I love you to more than one person? So I said neither with the caveat of maybe Rachel. Mm Mm-hmm. Because out of the two of them, just based on what we've seen, Rachel seems to be the more emotional, lost in the moment kind of person. So I can see her uh, maybe saying something that she really means in the moment, Mm -hmm. really feeling all the feels. I said yes to that as well. Um, Honestly, I could see both of them doing that. And that is just based off of what we've seen on the show for the past however many seasons. Every single lead, I think, since Ben Higgins has said I love you to more than one person. So I feel like, you know, history is going to, you know, repeat itself there. Also, 
and as much as I hate to say this, you know the producers want them to look like hypocrites. Oh, absolutely. They and, they have their fingers crossed. And that is an easy one to manipulate right there. The more you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you'll notice that there's different levels mm-hmm. of how they express their feelings. So it'll be, I really like you. I love spending time with you. I'm falling in love with you. There's, I'm falling for you. Oh, and then I'm and, falling in love with you. Yes. And then... Finally, at the very end, I love you. It's really dramatic. Thank you for doing that in a whisper. Yes. That's how you said I love you the first time. Well. In a dramatic whisper. Clayton screamed it multiple times. I know. So. <laughs> okay. We will see. We'll, if, s- we'll see at the end of the summer. Right. Who's right? Uh, at least next week we'll be able to see how many people get wasted on night one. Exactly. So we'll we'll keep a running tally of this and, you know, bring it up on the podcast when appropriate. Yes. When, when the milestones happen. Moving on from The Bachelor, we have a lot going on with different TV series. We've recently watched the first episode, the first and second episodes of Westworld, which I personally have been pleasantly surprised with. Oh, same. I like. Also, if you um, if you haven't seen these episodes, you might want to skip ahead to yeah. avoid spoilers. We'll we'll say spoilers ending now. Yes. Yeah, I, that's actually why I paused speaking because I was like, ah, eh. ah. <laughs> do I want to talk about it? Um, I have two. Key takeaway is that I love this season. One, I love that James Marston is back. I love Teddy. Like, I think he was my favorite character, so I'm super pumped. That was the big thing that happened at the end of episode one. And that's all you just saw. Like, that was it. He wasn't in episode two at all. Right. But, you know, it was good to see him back because I love his character. And two... And this is how the second episode ended. I love the fact that they're back at the park. That really got me pumped because that was the vibe that I felt was missing from the third yes, season. completely agreed. That was my biggest complaint about the third season. Like I missed the aspect of the park and and all of that stuff. So really excited about that. I'm also really, really intrigued that Hale is like the big bad guy. Like, pulling all the strings. I was not expecting that. Right. And uh, what's... Uh, the Man in Black. The Man in Black. What's his, what's his name? William. And uh, William being cryo-frozen and replaced. It, that that it, was wild. Yeah. So I really, really like the direction that this is going. I also really liked when they asked um, Aaron Paul's character if he wanted a white or black hat. Like, oh, that and, was cool. And he says... I'm not much of a hat guy. <laughs> I like your Terminator voice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so other series. We we haven't watched this. I actually used to be obsessed with this show, unashamedly. I um, have never watched this show ever. <laughs> which 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 I'm shocked. Um, Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin, is coming out on HBO. Uh, at the end of this month, July 28th. So I got to binge the first Pretty Little Liars real quick. It is a serious undertaking to catch up with this show. Uh, I'm actually not even caught up, but for serious 
Pretty Little Liars fans. That's that's exciting. I I haven't really looked much into it. I don't know who from the original cast is in it, if anyone. Yeah, me either. But the most you know, Pretty Little Liars research I've done lately is obsessing over Shay Mitchell's diaper bags. So okay, that's about where I am. <laughs> and if you want to send me one, that'd be cool. Thanks. Yeah, any <laughs> any donations are appreciated. <laughs> Stranger Things season four came out at the beginning of this month. That's actually next on our list of a show to catch up to. I am actually ashamed to say I have not watched Stranger Things. I watched the first episode. Really liked it. And then I actually cannot remember why I stopped watching it. I watched the first couple seasons. So I'm a little behind. But it shouldn't take long. These these seasons are pretty bite-sized and i mm-hmm. so it shouldn't take much for us to get or maybe caught i watched up. the first whole season and just forgot i don't know i feel like you would remember oh wait yes i did oh really yeah i just had like a flash memory of the fact that i did watch the first season and i'll tell you about that story offline unbelievable <laughs> you've been lying to me this whole time it just it literally like the moment i actually the moment i went to start watching season two just literally flashed in my head oh Except I don't remember the first season. We at should all. rewatch it anyway, so. just just for it to be fresh. <laughs> also, exciting news: Mandalorian season three was announced to be released this coming February. I'm so excited. So, the Maybe Mandalorian, out of all the expanded Star Wars universe, the Mandalorian is uh, probably our joint favorite. I am going to get so much Baby Yoda swag for the baby. Yes, this this baby is going to be a Star Wars fan for sure. I need to order him I hope the, so. the Love Your Melon, the little, you know, winter knit hat with the Baby Yoda ears. It's amazing. I'll have little, little ears coming home from the hospital. It'll be great. Yes. Super exciting. Uh, okay. Anything else television-wise that you can think of? Nope. Nope. So moving on to some movie news, movie recaps. We haven't talked about Jurassic World Dominion yet, which I guess we just forgot about the last podcast. Right. Yeah, we we saw it a few weeks ago. We saw it the night it opened. Yes. It was really good. So I've seen all of the Jurassic Park movies when they opened because I'm a giant nerd. In theaters, right? I'm okay with that. Yes. Well, in theaters slash in drive-in. Because I saw... That counts. Yeah. I saw... I think I saw Jurassic Park 3 and the first Jurassic World at the drive-in. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Or maybe it was two. I think I that's even, even more fun at a certain point. It, I it, know. It's really disappointing that down here in Florida there aren't any... There's no drive-ins. The right. closest ones are in like Alabama and they're still really far away Alabama, like deep Right, and you would think with how warm it is down here that that would be a pretty popular thing. I miss going to the drive-ins. I loved that. That was one of my favorite things we did. Pennsylvania is full of them, mm-hmm. and we that was spoiled. always really fun. So, I mean, now if we want to go, it's, what, an hour and a half drive? No. Or more? It's like five. Wow. Yeah, it's like not even worth our time. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> we can sleep in the car. Aw, we used to do that all the time. Except, you know, I don't think I'm physically capable of that right now. I might actually die. Yeah. 
You might need to get a back replacement. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. The the backseat of the car isn't the most comfortable. Not the best on your back, especially when pregnant. So Jurassic World Dominion, uh, we went into it with really low expectations because the reviews online appeared to be overall negative. Yes. I thought it was going to be horrible. So upon seeing it, I understand where the negative reviews come from. It didn't have the same kind of charm that you see from a lot of the Jurassic Park movies. Mm -hmm. I hated like the first like 20 minutes of it. Yes. So the first half of the movie had a very different vibe from the second half of the movie. Yeah, we're sitting there. I was like literally thinking in my head. I'm like, why did they make this movie? Like, why is this happening? It felt like a combination of... It was Mission Impossible with dinosaurs. Yeah, it was like Indiana Jones, James Bond, parkour... There was just Velociraptors. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Velociraptor action and uh, a very uncomfortably heartfelt Velociraptor scene. Oh, with, with, the, with music. the music. Yeah, it, it felt it felt like a uh, Disney movie. For a I second. loved that scene, but the music was awful. It literally did make it feel like a Disney movie. Uh, but the second half of the movie, we talked about this after the fact. We both really enjoyed the second half of the movie. Oh yeah, absolutely loved it. I personally think. This Jurassic Park movie is my favorite of the new trilogy. Right. So we can talk about this without really giving away any spoilers. But it was overall an entertaining movie. Absolutely. Not an Oscar winner. No. Nor should any of the Jurassic Park movies ever be an Oscar winner. And, you know, I I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. But. It was entertaining. You can't see me glaring at Brandon right now, but I am. (laughs) And. Holds a very special place in my heart. So definitely one of my, you know, favorite series of all time. Well, well, series, it's it's great. And it's nice to follow along with. So I hope they don't do away with it for another couple decades. Right. I think it was 17 years mm-hmm. between Jurassic Park 3 and the first Jurassic World. So now that this trilogy has concluded, I wonder what they're going to do with it. Yeah, they said like all of the characters from like the last two trilogies, like that was the end of their story. So. Interesting. So if they do pick it back up, it's going to be something entirely new. I guess. At least that's what they've insinuated. Who knows? Maybe they'll do something very close to the books. That would be cool. If they do pick it up again. I really want to pick the book backs up and pick the books back up and read them. Because I tried to read them, but I tried to read them when I was like 11 years old. So probably, you know, not the smartest idea. My little 11-year-old brain wasn't going to hold all like the science fiction knowledge like in really in depth. So I would like to try again as an adult. There's some movies coming up too that we're pretty excited about nope i am most excited about one in particular let's see if you could guess which one it is minions yes rise of Gru. yes i can't wait to go see minions rise of Gru. i love the minions movies well that already came out it, i know yeah at the very beginning of the month uh nope is coming up really soon i'm probably most excited for that one it looks good uh what the hell is his name glenn is that where you were going no director Peel. Jordan. Jordan Peel. Okay. I couldn't remember the first name. I knew it was Peel. And Jordan Peel 
I always enjoy his movies, some more than others, but I hope that this movie, it looks like it has great potential. Yes. Uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead, I can't remember his real name, he's in it, and I like him, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Thor is coming out this coming weekend. I want to see this movie despite the fact that I've like never seen a Marvel movie before. Except when we saw The Eternals, and we saw that on a random whim, and that was like the first Marvel movie I've ever seen, so that'll be fun. I haven't seen any of the other Thor movies. I saw some of the Avenger movies, and he was in those, but... Chris Hemsworth is my favorite Chris, so... I'm sure there's going to be a few references that we might not get when we see it, but it looks funny based on the previews. Also super excited to see Natalie Portman as Lady Thor. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if she bulked up. She didn't look like it. She looked like herself. Right. I mean, she's got to carry the hammer. Well, that's what superhero suits are for. Like, cool. Right. <laughs> uh, and lastly on our list of movies we're excited for coming up are Where the Crawdads Sing. That's coming up, releasing on the 15th. I'm still mad at myself for not reading that book. I've heard it is so good. It was like on Oprah's like book club, like number one book kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Every time we see the trailer for it, I always say it looks really good. Yeah. I mean, so. I know the book was phenomenal. So Don't know if we'll I... see that in theaters or not. Maybe when it comes out on... Uh... I have 10 days to uh, download it on the Kindle and power read it. Good luck. I can do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh... I will just be up till 4 a.m. one of these nights. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And circling back to Thor... Maria was thinking of being Thor for this coming Halloween. You know, we've been spitballing some ideas. Not regular Thor. Dad bod Thor. Like, I'm going to roll up to our Halloween party in pajamas, baby belly just out, hair disheveled with a hammer. It's going to be great. And, and a bathrobe. And a bathrobe, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That that would be incredible. Um, I, What would I dress up as? regular to match you regular regular thor, thor? okay so regular thor and dad bod i thor. mean literally our bodies will be the perfect body type for both of those so you are the evolved version of me yes clearly the evolved version <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was hilarious i can't remember which of the avengers movies it was but they were trying to recruit thor back into their ranks he had kind of gone off the grid and when they got to his little shack he was playing fortnite yeah, isn't that when he has the dad bod? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so he has the dad bod. He's playing Fortnite, eating potato chips and drinking beer and yelling at 12-year-olds on his headset. So basically me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe we should give you like a gamer headset too. That would be <laughs> that would be great. We don't have any of those laying up around the house. I don't know where we'd find one. No, no. We, we hate video games right I here. forgot to tell you. I saw this like... I guess you would consider it a meme, but it was like a helpful meme. Yes. And it was different pictures of like what size your baby is at like what week. And, you know, we're almost three weeks past this. So I'm sorry I'm giving you this information late. Yes. But three weeks ago at 17 weeks, baby was as big as an Xbox controller. Oh, wow. That is inspirational right I there. Know. How big is he right now? Um... According, oh, according to your he app. Is, he is the size of either the Viewmasters from the 80s and early 90s. Oh, yes. Or my personal favorite, the 
little green alien from Toy Story. Oh my goodness. And also Luna Cat just rubbed her face on my foot and my toe went in her ear and it scared the crap out of me. So if you hear a weird flinching, that was me freaking out from the cat. Well. And I just smushed Lulu's head in the process of freaking out. Circling back to the baby, it being the size of the green squeaky alien toy from Toy Story is both. That is both amazing, adorable, and horrifying at the same time. So I've told you before that he's the he's the size of a freaking squeaky toy. I told you out of all of the Toy Story movies, my favorite character was always the little green alien. So like this is like very like heartwarming to me because the little green aliens were my favorite. And Slinky Dog, but mostly the little green aliens. They're they're hilarious. Okay, so that about wraps it up for movie news. Uh, in some um, Brandon news, <laughs> in some Brandon news, right? Because I do care about other things. We yeah. could call this segment Brandon's Corner. Brandon's Corner, <laughs> <laughs> where we talk about CrossFit, football, fantasy football, video games, and anime. <laughs> <laughs> we have an exciting documentary coming out soon. Fittest on Earth Next Gen which is a documentary about the 2021 CrossFit Games, which I'm super excited for. So I'm not into CrossFit whatsoever. Obviously, I do plan on going to CrossFit after I have the baby, but I'm not into CrossFit. And I could honestly say I love watching these documentaries. They come out with a documentary every year, for those who don't know. Uh, I... I think all of our listeners definitely know this information. Yes. Yes, they come out with a new documentary every year. I'm also, I I always follow the CrossFit Games, which is also coming up um, August 3rd to the 7th. If you find yourself being at all interested in watching these, (laughs) I would definitely suggest you watch one of these documentaries first. Yeah, they're very, they're very heartwarming. Yeah, and and they really just get you kind of psyched it makes you appreciate them like when you watch the games it makes you appreciate the athletes like so much more Mm -hmm. yeah we have our favorites yes this is true we do have our favorites go brent fikowski thought i would be able to say i have a favorite crossfitter but here we are (laughs) right yeah little did you know where you would be today (laughs) i think that about wraps it up for us you have anything else nope Okay, well, thank you for listening to another episode of Turbo Pop. Follow us on Instagram. Leave us a review on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify and support us in any way. So thanks again. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.